0: Hello, I'm Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. Welcome back to Built to Thrive and the final day of our week on nourishment. All this week, I've been talking about food and its importance to our physical health as well as our mental well-being. I focus on what we eat and the fact that food isn't just fuel, but it's information for our body and our brains. I've looked at why we should be eating a diverse diet and what happens to our bodies when we don't. I've also looked at when we should be eating. And some of the benefits we get from eating in a time-restricted eating window that give our bodies a chance to clean, repair cell damage, and renew. Now today I want to look at how we should be eating and where we should be eating as these factors are just as important, but we just don't give them enough attention. Now, Have you ever heard of the French paradox? If you've ever been to France, you will know that it's a country where on one corner you'll find a boulangerie with mouth-watering pastries and on the next a cafe where Parisians might linger for hours. It's a place that's well known for its rich desserts, baguettes made from refined flour, fatty meats and red wine. Yet the French, certainly compared to us here in the UK, seem to have very little trouble maintaining a healthy weight. And if you look at the data, they don't seem to suffer from the same health problems to the same degree as many other Western countries do. Now there's all kinds of theories as to what's going on. And of course, the French generally focus on real, unprocessed food. But having looked into this and studied this for years, I've got to be honest, I think the main reason is not what the French are eating, but how they're eating it. You know, it's well known in French culture that mealtimes are sacrosanct. You stop whatever you're doing and you sit down to relax and eat your meal. If you're in an office, your laptop goes down, and you go and sit somewhere, usually in company, in order to enjoy your meal. It was really interesting to me. And just over a year ago, I did an interview with a French journalist when my very first book before Pillar Plan was being published in France. And at the end of the interview, I said to the journalist, hey, can I just ask you a quick question about French culture? Do you guys still stop and sit down and have your lunch in a relaxed manner in company? And she said to me, absolutely, it's a fundamental part of what we do. Now I said, does it still go on everywhere? She goes, it really does, but the only place that she has seen it change is in some of the international offices in Paris. And she said, because we've now got people coming in from all over the world, this culture of busyness, working at your desk, getting stuff done is now starting to infiltrate. Now you might be thinking, well, you know, that's okay. Why shouldn't we eat on the go? Well, it's because we're not really designed to eat when we're busy and stressed out. Our stress response evolved millions of years ago. Stress benefited our hunter-gatherer ancestors, helping them survive dangerous or life-threatening situations, such as predator attacks and mammoth hunts. Nerve signals originating from sensory organs, such as the eyes or ears, would be sent to the brain Kicking into play a rapid sequence of steps, activating the fight or flight response, giving them a much needed boost to confront the predator or run away from it. But your body does something else too when your stress response is active, it switches off your digestion. Because if you need to run away from a wild predator, you don't need to be able to calmly and efficiently digest and process your foods. One of the big problems these days is that our stress response is activated not by predators but by our daily lives. It's our email inboxes, text messages, WhatsApp messages, our to-do lists as well as our social media channels. So if you're eating your healthy whole food lunch at your desk whilst also answering emails or texts, it's likely going to impact your stress response and how efficiently you digest your foods. Again, I'm not looking down at you, I'm not talking down to you. I know the temptations of doing it, we all do it from time to time. But I think it's really important that when we talk about food, how we eat and where we eat absolutely matters. For some of my patients who wanna improve their health and lose some of the excess weight that they're carrying, actually the first place they should start is having a bit of a ritual between work time and meal times. So when you eat, think about putting your phone down, Maybe shut your laptop. These are little things, and it makes a really big difference to our health and well being. When you start eating in a more calm and relaxed state rather than a stress state, you actually start to pay attention more to what you're eating. And you often find that you end up eating less. Because you're being so attentive, you're allowing the hunger signal to register and the fullness signal to register in your brain so that you know when you're feeling fully nourished at the end of that meal. If you eat that same meal whilst you're on your mobile phone or sending texts or emails, a couple of things happen. You tend to eat more quickly and your brain often does not register how much and what you've eaten. So if you're struggling about which new food habit to start this week, perhaps start with how you eat. Maybe don't think about making changes to your diet or the meal timings. Maybe just make a point of not looking at your phone, closing the laptop, maybe trying to talk with your family or your partner or your work colleagues when you're actually having lunch or dinner. Or maybe it's a case, especially if you're working from home, that you try and go to a different area Of course, this depends on you having space to do so in your flat or your house. But if you do, maybe try and eat somewhere different from where you're working. So when you think about food and health, don't just think about what you eat. It's also why you eat, how you eat, where you eat and when you eat. All of these factors are just as important as one another. I really hope you've enjoyed this week's Built to Thrive podcast all about nourishment and you have started to put in some healthy habits to ensure that your body is continuing to thrive. Thank you so much for listening this week. Remember, we've already looked at stress and at breathing on this podcast and we've got so many more useful tips and topics over the weeks and months ahead. If you want more information on food and some practical things you can do to make positive changes to your health and wellbeing, I've written a lot about it in my first book, The Four Pillar Plan, as well as my second book, The Stress Solution, which is available to buy on Amazon and in all good bookstores. Of course, please do get in touch on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram with your feedback to the show, the things you like, the things you put into practice, as well as the topics you want me to cover in the future. Let's catch up again on Monday when we're going to be looking at strength in all its different forms. Until then, I hope you have a great weekend.